Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Movie Money Refinance, the show where we tell you who makes money at the movies. I am one of your hosts, Damon Levy, feeling very discouraged today. Yeah. <laughs> With me as always is Shauna. Shauna, how are you doing? I'm doing alright, Damon. No need to be That's, discouraged. That, I'm not, you're a wizard, so you'll figure this out. I'm glad you're okay, because I, I am not. I am decidedly not okay. Uh, I've spent the last, I think it's been an hour. Yeah, I think I spent the last hour trying to figure out this recording equipment. Um, the, the, the cameras have been working. The ability to record from the cameras has not been working. Uh, and I'm just, like, I just don't feel like I'm ever going to figure this out. Honestly, no, you don't will. Feel like, you I don't, will. honestly don't feel like I will. Um, but the show must go on, even if I can't figure out how to produce the show. Uh, we have <laughs> a good show for you today. We have some box office to talk about. We have some news to talk about. And uh, yeah, I think I want to keep it a short show today just because I want to get out of here so I can actually tinker with this and figure everything out. Um, but for now, let's just get into the box office and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, for actually, it's the first time we're recording in a while. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it about is. About two, two weeks? Two, yeah, two weeks now. Two mm-hmm. weeks. Um, but you know, folks, we can't we can't go too long without too much moving money. No, I am I am honestly just so um I am out of it right now. If I sound yeah. a little way out during this whole yes, program, then um just know people that that is why I'm trying to figure out how to get ourselves uh, our, get our beautiful faces in front of these cameras for you. But every time I get closer, it's just like uh-huh. one step forward, twenty seven steps back. No, no, um, no, it's just one step back. Yeah. If you say so, I'll, I I'll bet. Let. I bet next week when we record, everything will be fine. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just trying to cheer you up. That's fine. I, I'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll just spend another week, uh, feeling like I'm just you know not not, not ready for this yet, not ready for this next step that I've been trying to take. But you know we'll figure <laughs> it out. We'll we'll see if we figure it out. So anyway, how are you doing? I'm I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had a whole, I had a whole introduction plan for the show. It just doesn't feel good um, to to do it because, like, uh, the, the introduction was about something very cheery and happy. Yeah. And, and the, the, <laughs> this is not cheery and happy. This is just, you know, it's like you you Damon, spend. Don't 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 lick down the camera, I'm, please. I'm, I mean, I won't because it's expensive. But I feel like doing it. You know, I I feel yeah. like just giving it a hot box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's it. Uh, honestly, people, it's just like when you you're trying to do something, and every time you think that you have everything handled, another thing pops up, and you really do have to find that thing in you that says mm-hmm. keep on going keep because on going. it is so easy to give up. Yeah, I feel you. You're like I'm ready to just go like and just <laughs> cut off the mics and just done. But I, I want to finish the show because I have genuinely missed doing movie money. Yes, um, likewise. I, I want to talk about this box office because it's been a little while. Um, all right, so let's just jump into it. Maybe through these numbers, we will find the truth and find, <laughs> to find the way to salvation and happiness. Um, number five, we have Midway, which is that new Roland Emmerich movie, which I did not hear about until last week when it came out. No, two weeks ago two when it came out. Two weeks ago. W- yeah. that, that was the week that we got it very, very wrong. We, we got it very wrong. Um, yeah. But the good thing is that we didn't record that week, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, Midway came out and it has made $43 million thus far in the domestic box office. This weekend it made $4.6 million. Uh, let me see, where do I have Midway? I have Midway. Um, it has a budget of a hundred million dollars as a hundred million flat. Yeah. Not very often you see that budget these days anymore. Usually like every big movie was a hundred million dollars. Um, but worldwide is that it has made $89.9 million. Um, no telling if it will, uh, make much more than that. I mean, it's made $4 million this weekend. I imagine in the weekends to come with, you know, big movies coming out in the the, the Christmas season. Um, I don't see Midway making too much money in the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Uh, it'll probably break even mm-hmm. on its budget and everything, but it, I don't think it's going to, you know, be much more of a success. I think the, the biggest legacy Midway has is that it's taken some of the box office away from better movies that have come out mm-hmm. um like it came out i think the same weekend as um was it uh terminator let me see terminator dark fate came oh no terminator dark fate came out four weeks ago so mm-hmm. midway came out right after i remember Mid- um charlie's angel it came right out right yeah. right it came out against um charlie's angels and it took away that money um 
But yeah, uh, oh, Doc, Doctor Sleep as well. It came out the same weekend as Doctor Sleep, and it took away some of Doctor Sleep's um, competition. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's gonna do much better. But you know, uh, it, it's it's caused a lot of uh, studio executives some sleepless nights because I'm pretty sure Charlie's Angels and Doctor Sleep were just, and, and even Terminator were thought of as surefire hits at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have predicted that all three of those would be ending up bombing, which is what they've been doing. Um, which is ironic, because Midway is a movie about planes that come down like bombs. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess it did its job. Uh, number four, we have 21 Bridges, which is a new release this week. It made $9.2 million in its domestic opening. Uh, let me see. Do we have the box office for that? Do we have the budget? The budget is $33 million, and the worldwide gross is 11.9. Um, so not not a very successful movie. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, okay, that's fine. Um, not a very successful movie. It's, it's, it's a small film, definitely. Uh, let me see if I can figure out um, how many theaters it opened up to. So 2.6K um, <laughs> theaters. Um, so it's not a blockbuster number. Um, but I think it, it ought to have done more considering how many theaters it was in. I would have expected it to be in 1,000 something. Um, but I don't know. Have you been hearing much about this movie? No, I have. I just know that it, it features Chadwick, mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman. So, but I mean, I haven't really heard anything, not even like reviews or, you know, the reactions and stuff. Yeah. It's got 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. So maybe that's why I haven't heard anything from mm-hmm. it. Um, I remember uh, the lead up for this. I mean, it, it had decent marketing. I kept seeing trailers for it. Um, it had Chad- Chadwick Boseman's face all over it, and it, it that was months ago, though. That's true. Uh, that but it it, it, it had that um that that thing where it said produced by the directors of Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's produced by the Russo brothers. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was trying to 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 piggyback off of that kind of association. Um, which I don't know why anybody would think that they're gonna see anything Avengers like when they go to yeah. see Twenty One. Like, there's <laughs> nothing about this this poster or this trailer made me think some audiences just want to see a familiar face. Yeah, to yeah. Uh, go into that theater. To be yeah. honest with you, but honestly, um, as you said, I saw trailers and some previews for it, but that was like uh, probably about summer or. Or yeah. even before summer, if yeah, my yeah. memory serves me right. But it just went quiet. Mm-hmm. Most of these movies just, they're like, you know, put out a little effort, you know, and put it out there and then it just disappears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And then when they underperform like this. The, the studio is so, like, what, what happened? Yeah, and then they start blaming Marvel movies yeah. and all of that. But they're not really giving the movies the proper marketing no no they're not or at least they're not giving the marketing that movies like this need to have um where you kind of need to to give them more attention especially when it comes down to the time um number three we have a beautiful day in the neighborhood which Mm -hmm. made 13.2 million dollars in its opening weekend 3,235 theaters uh let me see this is the Mr. Rogers uh, biopic starring Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. And I had the budget here, but do I have the... P- is, is the page coming up? <laughs> um, no. But uh, it, this is a small movie. This is, you know, definitely going to be talked about for the Oscar season. Oscar season, yeah. I think. Um, and it's, it, I think it's one of those movies that is going to make more money, you know, as the Oscar season comes mm-hmm. out. because That's true. Well, you know, they're going to see it on all these best of the year lists and people love Tom Hanks. So once you see that him in that, you know, Oscar association, I think that'll give it a boost um, mm. <clears throat> later on in the, the run of the movie. But um, not seeing the budget for it uh, mm-hmm. right now. It's still coming up. But um, I don't think it's I, I don't think it would be more than, say, 25 or maybe 30 million dollars um, to make it. If they, if 30 million so much, cause it's just, you know, th- I think the biggest thing of this budget would have been... Um, I don't know, Tom Hanks' paycheck or maybe like, <laughs> maybe if they had to pay money to the Mr. Rogers Foundation for the rights to use his name or stuff like that. But I don't think it would have been a high costing movie. Um, okay, yes, the budget was $25 million. That was right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number two, we have a movie that I saw very recently, Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, it made $15.7 million in its second opening weekend or no, second weekend in the, um, the box office. Uh, domestically, it has made $57.7 million so far. 
Not bad. Not bad. Worldwide, it has made 104.1 with mm-hmm. a budget of 97.6. So it's actually made more than it, its budget. It's actually, yeah, it's made more than its budget. And I don't think it, um, I think it will make more because it made $15 million this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, that was a drop of 50%. I think it will maybe drop down to, say, even 10 next weekend. And, you know, $10 million on top of what it has already made is a big sum. And it's still going to make more worldwide um, because this is a movie where they even change the title in different regions so they could get, you know, mass appeal because it takes place in um, in France and they called it. Um, yeah, I remember seeing the name. I don't remember, though. It was, yeah, uh, it, it was Le, Le, Le Mans or something like yeah, that. Le Mans um, 66. Six, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because that—that's the 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 race that is being you know done in the movie. Okay. Um, is Le Mans is this twenty-four hour um, endurance race? Twenty-four. Yeah. So, so they have to race. Yeah, yeah the race is twenty-four hours, and and in the movie, Christian Bale is the driver. Um, uh, uh, Matt Damon is his kind of trainer, or um, you know, he's the guy who owns a company that built the car, and they're great friends. Um, and yeah, they have to go around the track. You know, like they do a certain amount of hours and another driver swaps in and he does that leg. And then, you know, it's kind of like you have a team of drivers that keep on going back and forth. Um, I really liked the movie. I thought it was very good. You're seeing it later, right? Yes, I am. Okay. I genuinely wasn't sure which one you were seeing because you told me while I was setting up these damn cameras who don't want to cooperate <laughs> do with me. Do not abuse I the cameras. I will abuse. I, right now, I feel like when I'm leaving, I'm taking the cameras because... I, I fear for their these, lives. These are my cameras. I will abuse them as I see fit. <laughs> if they don't want to do the work properly, then they get beaten. And if they don't want to get beaten, they do the work properly. Oh, my God. Right. Guys, pray for the cameras. Pray for the cameras. Um, yeah, but the movie is very good. Um, I, I think it's um, it, it, it has some parts of it that are very just like, you know, Hollywood movie. Not not very realistic moments that just feel like they were put in there for the script to just flow better. Um, but, you know, the racing is shot well. It's edited really well. The performances are great. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I, I think people should go and check that one out. I gave that one a big screen watch. So um, mm, That's good. Yeah. Um, and that was, uh, yeah, I said budget of 97.6. And worldwide it's made Where do you think it's going to round out? Uh, maybe like 120, 130, if so much. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, it'll probably log on another $10 million from or just maybe, domestic. Or maybe it'll just have one of those good runs where, you where know, it just keeps the, on making more. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. probably, I'll probably the, the highest would probably probably be about 140 mm-hmm. or so. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's it's 44% has been from the international um, uh, um, audience. So it's 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 almost neck and neck with domestic and international. So it, it I think it will keep on competing on that level where it will make like $10 million domestically and then another $8 million internationally. Mm-hmm. And it will just keep, you know, rounding up money like that week to week. Um, and number one is the obvious choice. Uh, Frozen 2. Frozen. Came in with $130.2 million. Oh, that, it actually went up from yesterday. Yeah, it was it 127 It was, one, yeah. Um, and it has made, let me see, that that huge Disney number. Um, it has made $358 million wow. worldwide. Um, that is a huge number. That is, yeah. I think that is the biggest animated opening of all time. Um, if I read you mean that worldwide? Yeah, worldwide. Okay. Um, if I read that correctly, uh, and if you don't count Lion King as animated, which you should, um, I can't tell you what the budget is for this movie. Uh, it's probably like $200 million. It probably is, but I'll tell you mm. why I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Um the, there seems to be a, and I was reading up on it yesterday, but there seems to be a paywall with this new version of um, Box Office Mojo. Because if you go to the top of the page, you'll see Box Office Mojo now says by IMDb Pro. Mm-hmm. And there's IMDb Pro is all over this page. Yeah. Um, and for the past like you know couple of episodes that we've done there have been times where we have had difficulty finding the budget exactly. for the for the things so um i think they're encouraging you to subscribe so, yeah. to imdb pro which is about you know 20 us dollars a month um and we're not doing that no nah, i'm not doing that um but yeah i was even looking at other sites to see what the budget was for this and you know people still couldn't figure out exactly what the budget yeah. was I I would say probably about 200. Probably about 200. But, you know, funny you say that, Damien. I was actually on 
this site last night as well because I was looking up Frozen and versus yeah. Frozen Two, and it gave me a headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is I'm going to tell you the truth. This is the first time I really just sat down mm-hmm. and just like just was just going through this new box office mojo. And yeah, I was I was just trying to find like the opening for Frozen, the one that came out in 2013, and yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Trust I me, mean, it was a it was a bit of a headache. And the, 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 I, I'm not gonna lie. I I think the the way that the site was set up prior to this was perfect because I I could very easily go from one movie in the series to another movie in the, like everything was set up where it was about the connections of the movies and and exactly. the cast to them and everything. But this new uh, version of uh, Box Office Mojo is is very difficult to use and, and um, they're forcing you. Yeah, they're, they're they w- trying to force you because to it, subscribe. It, I mean, we're broke. It, <laughs> yeah, I mean these cameras are expensive, even though they're not working properly. But yeah. they were very expensive. Why do you keep looking back at the camera? Bec- like? I needed to look in my eyes <laughs> and and see my pain. Um, let me see. No, uh, yeah, I, I I would love to look at the um, the frozen. All right, you um, you'd have to go to domestic because <laughs> trust me, I had to be tinkering yesterday. Right. But if you are, I can tell you exactly what okay. happened. All right. So the original Frozen that came out in 2013, yeah. they, it actually opened on the same weekend last week, but it was a limited opening. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So they opened on the Wednesday full, right. wide. So it, they actually had a five-day weekend for it. Okay. So from Wednesday to Sunday, it made $97 million. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. So, you know, that makes this one even more yeah, impressive yeah, yeah. because this is a three-day weekend. Yeah. And, and it it made it's made that much. That's that's insane. That is honestly... I mean, I, I expected Frozen 2 to make money. I didn't expect it to make this much more money. Exactly. Um, and I think people are, are... The kids. Yeah, the kids. The, it's kids, the kids, man. Because everybody, every adult seems to hate this movie. I don't know why. But the kids love it. And there's going to be even more... Frozen dolls and dresses and songs and all of that. But I think I think what it is, Disney has done an amazing job. And obviously, I don't need to give Disney props for um, you know being good at marketing their Disney. Um, but the uh, the reason people don't really talk about Avatar, you know, as much as they do, um, like something like Frozen, is because. What has there been in the Avatar space in the last ten years? You know, there was the Avatar movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a video game based on the movie the same year it came out. Ever since then, there hasn't been much from Avatar outside of and James then it Cameron. Keeps getting delayed and delayed. So right. Yeah, that's true. The only thing you have is James Cameron telling you that you have four or five Avatar movies coming out. And when you yeah. hear that, you kind of don't want it because it's just like, well, I don't care about Avatar. But Frozen, you know, there's been um, shorts, there's been animated, you know, like they had the, um, the Olaf thing that mm-hmm. came right before Coco. Couple it was of a years Christmas ago. special. It was a too. Christmas special. Um, it's just like Frozen has been around. It's been mm-hmm. a part of, um, you know, what's in people's faces. And, and um, it's also, I mean, it's, it's another Disney princess. So it's, you know, she's always going to be considered in that discussion of, you know, Disney legacy. So, um, yeah, it's been very easy for, for Frozen to stay top of mind for people for the last couple of years because Disney, especially little girls, little girls, yeah. Because I mean, you know, you had Pete, you had uh, uh, Elsa and Anna dolls, mm-hmm. you know, and they had costumes. costumes. Um, my 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 girlfriend is is twenty three years old and she has a Frozen blanket. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to buy an Olaf little teddy bear, but yeah, but, I, I'm probably going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, Olaf Olaf was a, a character that was made to sell toys and mm-hmm. you know he also had his own shorts and stuff that, that were just you know you wouldn't you couldn't escape Frozen in the last couple of years mm-hmm. um, so I think that has to do in a big way as to why they and plus people wanted something more than the, that small stuff they wanted the movie they wanted new movie new songs and yeah. all that um, I haven't seen it yet because it hasn't yeah, come out here yet. I heard it's good though. I heard it's very good. Yeah, I heard it's good. I mean, I, I didn't doubt that it would be good. Um, but I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it, see when it was like, because I really like the first one. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people these days, it's kind of cool to hate on Frozen. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I still think it was a good movie, good message. Mm-hmm. Is it coming out this week? It's supposed to be, if, um, if they're to be believed. Um, <laughs> But just some other things of the top five before we, or from the box office before we move on to the news and for next week's predictions. 
Uh, Joker is still in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Uh, it was at number 8 last week. It's at number 10 this week. It's made $2 million already. And uh, something else that happened with Joker uh, is that it made over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, this happened while we were away. But um, yeah, Joker is an R-rated comic book movie that made a billion dollars. Um, you know, we saw with Logan and with Deadpool that, you know, that kind of proved that these R-rated movies could not only be good, but they could also make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to get a lot more um, R-rated, you know, superhero stuff. And you're not just going to have to wait for the director's cut or whatever. It'll just be the complete R-rated, bloody, cursing comic book characters. So <laughs> no longer for kids. Uh, number eight from last week, it, when it came out, it was at number three. This is Charlie's Angels. It went all the way down to number eight this week. It made $3.2 million dollars. Uh, $14 million so far domestically. Let me see what the worldwide gross is for Charlie's Angels. I imagine it's not great, but $43 million uh, for the worldwide gross and a budget of $48 million. So well, it might make its budget back. Yeah, it will make its budget, but it's yeah. just not... I mean, it's a bomb. Yeah, it is a bomb. It is definitely mm-hmm. a bomb. Um, and, and as Elizabeth Banks will tell you, it's all... Marvel's fault. Yeah, and, it's all and, and Damien, men. men and Damien's yeah, fault. You know, yeah, we we did it. We <laughs> <laughs> we killed Charlie's Angels. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, it was International Men's Day last week, so we we didn't want to see Charlie's Angels. We went Neither to did the women. We went to see Twenty One Bridges instead. <laughs> the women didn't go out either. Nobody went to see Charlie's Angels. Like you 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 can't in the same breath make the argument that women are a domineering force in you know for audiences everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like that's true. We have seen that where a lot of these movies, majority of the people that go to them are women, sixty percent or so. And then then you're gonna have this movie come out that nobody goes to see you and say, Well, if if men had come out to support it, like no, I I thought women were there for the audiences. I thought they mm-hmm. could support you enough. Um uh, but I just I don't think the marketing was there for this. No, um, it wasn't. I don't think it was. Uh, uh, when I said I don't think the marketing was there, I don't think there, you know, there weren't ads for it and stuff. I don't think the marketing was clever enough to sell people on the idea of a Charlie's Angels movie because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was asking for it. And when it comes for things that people aren't really asking for, you know, you kind of need to market it in a way that it's like okay. Here's a different spin on this. It just seemed like more exactly. Charlie's Angels. I mean, the originals, they are bad. And they, I mean, people, people like from my age group might remember Charlie's Angel when they were kids. But right. it wasn't like, it was something beloved. It's not like you grew up with this and you loved it. And you you know what? I can't wait for another Charlie's Angels movie. I'm like, no. Yeah. I didn't, honestly, I know people liked it back then, but I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I never um, saw them myself. Um, I think I was a bit young when they came out, uh, and I never went back to them because mm-hmm. it just it. Honestly, I never thought that they would reboot it. I never thought exactly. that they'd try and bring it back, but mm-hmm. um, they did, and it didn't work out. Uh, what else we have here? Harriet, which I saw, uh, was at number ten last week. It's at number eleven this week. Four weeks in, thirty six million dollars in its domestic total so far. Worldwide. It has made more money than Charlie's Angel? Uh, no, it hasn't. Okay. <laughs> um, but worldwide, it's made $36 million. Mm, not a bad domestic gross, though. No, mm. no. I mean, considering the international is only 200000 mm. And it's like one of those low-key Oscar movies yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think it will just get it just by being a movie about Harriet Tubman, just yeah. a nomination. Um, but uh, I shouldn't say that. I mean, she is very good in it. The Cynthia... Arrival is that her name? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's very good in it. Like she's she grounds the movie um, for when it gets kind of fanciful. Um, but it had a budget of seventeen million, so it's made double its budget. It's it's doing just fine. Uh, I just wish it was here longer. I couldn't mm-hmm, believe it yeah. when it was gone from here. Um, Doctor Sleep was at number six last week. It went down to number thirteen. <laughs> yeah, um, oh my god, that's which is, another bomb. I mean, it came out to great reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I sixty two million dollars worldwide. Let me see what the budget was, if if um, this site will let me see it. Um, not letting me see the budget, but um, I don't imagine it was that much. But mm-hmm. I, I think they wanted more from this. I mean, it's The Shining is literally touted as, you know, one of the greatest horror, horror movies, movies of all of time. All time yeah. um, this is a sequel to that, and it, it just, 
I don't know. Maybe it needed to be called the Shining Colon Doctor Sleep. No, it didn't really need to be called. It's just it was. A, it's another case of an undermarketed movie. Yeah, yeah. Very, very undermarketed movie. Um, and then we have. <coughs> sorry about that. Zombie. Maybe, maybe you're right, though. You know, maybe if they put the Shining Doctor Sleep. <laughs> well, I mean, well, term it didn't help Terminator because Terminator was oh, yeah, called yeah, Terminator yeah. Dark Fate, and it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. What? What? Let me see that one. It, Terminator Dark Fate made fifty nine million dollars thus far with its box office, and uh, worldwide it's made two hundred and forty eight million dollars, uh, budget of one hundred and eighty five million. Um, but they say that. Considering everything that went into it, production, marketing, and everything, it's gonna lose money. Yeah, it's gonna lose money. It needed to make about four hundred million to, mm-hmm. um, you know, to even break out, even. To out. break even. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the box office has not been having a good time unless you're no. Disney. Um, <laughs> yeah. Disney keeps on making money when everybody else loses money. Uh, Frozen yeah. two came in this weekend with a lot of money, but uh, Shauna, let's talk about next week, where we can discuss. You found out where to go? Yeah, just go to this calendar. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right there, yeah, figured it out. All right. Um, we can talk about next week's movies. And, uh, oh, here's a movie I'm excited to see you next week is Knives Out, which is apparently coming here this week. This week? Yeah, so they say. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, you're, you're, you're. Green of salt. Yeah, great. Grain of salt. I mean, I, I, I just want to see a good movie. You know, I, I'm tired of seeing bad ones. But um, actually, no, I saw Ford vs. Ferrari last week before that was Harriet. So I've been, I'm on a good streak of good movies um, no, these last I, few weeks. I watched um, At Home. I watched um, Ready or Not. That was so fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, you, um, saw it, you saw it in the theater, right? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't mm-hmm. think I did. Um, but it's streaming, so yeah, yeah, that's that's a fun movie. Um, okay, so if it's okay with you, Sean, I think I'll go first. Okay, Um, losers go first, anyway. That's fine. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm a loser, I can't get these cameras working. Um, (laughs) he's so bummed out. I am so, I'm going to cry (laughs) after this. Oh, come Um, on, next week, you're going to say, Sean, guess what? I had it working now, yeah, probably. Uh, okay, so we got Queen and Slim, which is. A movie Money I have not heard Clyde. about. You you've never heard of? Mm-mm. You've never seen a, a trailer or anything? Nope. Oh, for real? Is it has um Daniel Kaluuya. Oh yeah yeah okay it's, okay okay. It's like yes yes yes. Clyde. I know this one. I, I am looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not gonna get it here, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, but Knives Out. Let me see how mm-hmm. many um theaters Knives Out is gonna get. You figured uh, that out? Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it just says wide, so oh, <laughs> it okay. it won't be um it won't give me the numbers. It will give me the numbers next week when it comes out. But that happened with the old box office mojo too. Um, but Knives Out, I don't see it beating Frozen, um, but it will beat Ford versus Ferrari because it's getting good buzz. It has a mm-hmm. lot of good people in it. It has Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, stacked, stacked cast. So I'm going to put that one at number two with Frozen 2 at number one. Um, let me just get this, uh, this notepad out. Uh, number three... I will say Ford versus Ferrari. Mm, mm, okay, yeah, I'll say Ford versus. No, hmm, that's <laughs> difficult because I mean, if Queen and Slim is wide, and people like Daniel Kaluuya, I don't know. Maybe that would be the number three. And Ford, Ford versus Ferrari been out for a few weeks right now. It's kind of a long movie, you know. Can't it's get that long? many. It's it's two and a half hours. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, so you're in for it tonight. Um, <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'll just say Frozen 2 at number one. Let me see. Um, uh, yeah, Frozen 2. Um, what did I say for the other one? Knives Out? Mm-hmm. Um, Queen and Slim. Ford versus Ferrari. And then at number five, it will either be Mr. Rogers or Mr. Bozeman. I'm going to say Mr. Rogers. So let's say Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Um to Mr. R for short. Um, so yeah, that's me. Frozen 2, Knives Out, Queen and Slim, Ford versus Ferrari, and Mr. No, uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's my top five. What do you say, Shauna? Right, uh, basically a similar one. Just mm-hmm. that I'm going to switch around A Beautiful Day mm-hmm. in the Neighborhood. 
with and Ford and Ford and Ferrari. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Because I don't really see anything else staying in the top five. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. This I, week. I don't see Twenty One Bridges staying. Uh, mm-hmm. Midway's out. Um, unless Charlie's Angels makes that comeback, <laughs> just <laughs> makes a a huge leap back to the number one. Um, okay, cool. So we have our top five for next week. Uh, Shauna, before you go, we have some news we got to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Because a few things happened in the last week. Um, a few things happened while we were off. I don't remember them, and neither do you. <laughs> no. um, I just remember um, the Snyder Cut, the drama. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that embarrassing day. Yeah, it was, it was I, weird. It I was like I was in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, because, I mean, you saw everybody tweeting release the Snyder Cut. You're saying, oh, yes. Yeah. And then, like, an hour later, you got a, you got a, a, you saw a news clip that Warner Brothers don't plan to release any Snyder Cut, yeah, at yeah, least yeah. for the foreseeable time. <laughs> so it was just, I don't know what they're trying to... I don't know, like, because, I mean, Ben Affleck doesn't need anything. He doesn't need the, the Snyder Cut released. <laughs> he's, he's, he's left. He's not Batman anymore. He's got movies he's going to direct. I don't see why, why, I mean, clearly he must have done it as a favor mm-hmm. to somebody. I think so as well. Um, or maybe it was, you know, uh, uh, Jason Momoa, who, who was the guy who was talking about it before anybody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe he got them all to just be like, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, it was just yeah. a tweet. Or maybe it was a bet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was but just like they dared I, each other to I do it. I saw everybody like, eight o'clock, you see um, Gal Gadot. Yeah. She tweets. And then you see Zack Snyder tweet. And then you see Ben Affleck. I'm saying, oh, it looked like this thing is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you realize and, that and it Ray, was just for Ray show. Fisher as yes. Well. Yeah. Then you realize it was just, just for show. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. And and the thing is, it, it happened and then it was gone. Yeah. Like you just it, poof it, in the air. Yeah. It's, it, it was a weird, weird moment. It was almost non-news because it was just like... And the thing was, all the Snyder Cut um, fans... They were like it was. It was almost like this is the thing that they were finally waiting for. You know, yeah. like they, they. It was. They, it was their moment of we have reached the promised exactly. land. We we're, were gonna right. get what we're, we were right. And then it just disappears. <laughs> Poof. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe we'll see the Snyder Cut again someday. But I mean, <laughs> or not again. Maybe we'll see it at all in some form. But for right now, it, it is not. Um, you can really tell that it doesn't really exist because you'd see like Warner Brothers. You know, like hurrying up or something. You be seeing like you know news mm-hmm. about it, but you don't. Yeah, yeah, you really don't. In fact, because Warner Brothers is the people who you know they're gonna be jumping on that for the money. Like, and and they must be. Able, maybe it was that. Maybe it was they were trying to gauge audience reactions to it to see if mm-hmm. they have like a sizable consumer base to put this out and get money from it, but. Um, if they don't, if they're saying that they don't have plans to release it, then mm-hmm. maybe the evidence was like, okay, not that many people care about the Snyder Cut. Like, exactly. there's a vocal minority, but they're not that. Mm, but that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. a minority. Yeah, it's just these little teenagers. I mean, getting excited. I mean, they're still living in this delusion mm-hmm. that the movie was good, just yeah. because you know Snyder had to step away because of family issues. Yeah. So they they they've just you know like. You, I blame Black Batman versus Superman for this though, <laughs> because it's its fault. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you see um, Josh Trank? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. That's definitely one of the things I have. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Up. Anyway, I don't want to talk about the Snyder Cut. Uh, it's <laughs> it it doesn't exist. Are you 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 brought it up? You sound like you want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> okay. Now that was for my own reading enjoyment. Um, here's something that was um mm-hmm, big yeah. in DC news that was yeah. Some. So. Joker just made a billion dollars mm-hmm. and predictably, like almost on the same day that it made that money. They greenlit a they, sequel. They greenlit a sequel or at least there were rumors about the sequel and then they were just like, yeah, this is definitely happening. Um, but here's what uh, Todd Phillips said about the, um, the, the rumor. Let me just get this centered. He said, here's the real truth about a sequel. While Joaquin and I have talked about it and while touring the world with Warner Brothers executives going to Toronto, Venice and other places, of course, we're sitting at dinner and they're saying, so have you thought about dot, dot, dot. But talking about con sequel, we've never approached Joaquin to be in a sequel. Will that happen again? I think so. This isn't really saying if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. It just is saying that, you know, 
there have been discussions about a sequel. But nothing set as Nothing yet. set in stone, but considering the movie made a billion dollars and we're talking about the Joker, literally possibly the most popular comic book character of all time. Um, you know, I would not be surprised if they made this. It, it, what I would love is if there's like an anthology series of Joker movies, you mm-hmm. know, where like you don't necessarily see Arthur Fleck in the next one, but you, you have a different actor portraying the same character with, you know, a, a different version of mm-hmm. um, his mentality. You'd have to show his origin again, mm-hmm. but just have a different, you know, take on on who on the, the Joker is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what, that's how I think you should do a, a series of Joker movies. Um, I don't I don't think I think you know as much as I had problems with the ending of Joker, I feel like doing a sequel kind of defeats the purpose of that movie. Mm-hmm. That movie has a definitive like full stop ending to it. Exactly. Um, Unless you're going to introduce like Batman and stuff. Exactly, but. and I don't think that's what the movie wanted to be. The exactly. movie didn't just want wanted to, be... to stand on its own. Exactly. But don't you think that you know you you say that you want like an anthology series? But you you don't think it would be overkill? Mm. Let me clarify. I don't want that. But <laughs> if you were to do a series oh, of Joker okay. movies, okay. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, and you space it out over like a couple of years or so. I mean, we're mm-hmm. already pretty much getting that where we have different versions of the Joker mm-hmm. every five to ten years. Um, well, no. Nicholson was um, 89. Ledger was 2008. But then there was Mark Hamill in the middle. So yeah, every five to ten years, there's a new Joker. Um, I think if we're already getting that, 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 oh, I just completely forgot about Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we're already in that space where we're looking at this, this character and, and we're applying him with different actors and different directors and different, you know, um, societies that are watching it, you know, might as well just put that into the formality of how we do the series. I mean, um, I don't like, I would like to see if, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a director right now. But yeah, let's say Ryan Coogler. Let's say I just get, you know, Ryan Coogler to make a Joker movie um, starring Childish Gambino mm-hmm. um, or Donald Glover, if he's an actor. Um, I think that would be a cool movie to see. I think that, but, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be bound to a series, which is what the fir- which is what this Joker movie was doing initially with the DC universe. It was mm-hmm. already trying to restrict it, uh, not restrict itself, Um keep itself away from that and being its own thing. So, you know, just keep doing that with and the movies. kind of kind of failed because they were just trying to shoehorn this Batman thing yeah, into it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But but I mean, you you can't say this. They did it in a way where it was kind of like this is a, a you know, inserting itself into this wider mythology. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't like he was setting it up and saying Wait for the sequel when he gets to fight Batman, you know? It wasn't, yeah, yeah which is what the but DC movies that's are. That's why to be. I was just so mad when I saw that because, yeah. I mean, it can be its own good thing, but they just, at the end, towards the end, they were just trying to shoehorn that stuff into it and it yeah. wasn't necessary. Honestly. No, I don't think it was necessary either. Um, but that's a movie we got. Um, okay. Here's something else. Yeah, I saw this yesterday. Yeah, this <laughs> man is mad. <laughs> so we got two disgruntled directors this mm-hmm. week. Um, one is uh, Tim Miller, who I admire how vocal this man is mm-hmm. um, as it relates to his experiences with Terminator Dark Fate, um, specifically James Cameron. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Tim Miller is not happy. Tim mm-hmm. Miller is mad. Nope. He is mad. Um, he, he said that he will not work with james cameron again because james cameron was very controlling over the terminator franchise like i they, can just imagine yeah i mean apparently it came down to you know lines in the movie like mm-hmm. they were they were having debates over what lines could be said or could not be said um you know how the in the movie it's not skynet it's legion who is the you know the the future robot um threat and there was a debate about how you're going to present that like how threatening are they going to be and Basically, you know, and, and, you know, there were bigger things as well, like um, what is a movie's message supposed to be and all that sort of stuff. Um, my thing is, if James Cameron wants to make another Terminator movie, just make just one. Just make it. Just I make mean, one. Don't, like, go and then behind comes, somebody. Remember that video you showed me where he's like, oh, my God, it's the best one yet. Yes. And this and that. 
yeah. not knowing that man is just pulling all the strings behind the scenes. I'm telling you that 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 video is just him getting paid. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, like I'm happy that the guy cares about Terminator still, where he's like mm-hmm. trying to give his input on this franchise. I'm really happy for that because it means like he doesn't just see it as um, a commodity to sell off and make some yeah. money off of it, True. which is which is great. You know, there's some integrity there. But you know, kind of step back a little bit because you haven't. He you can put it in your two cents, but do yeah. not strangle somebody's work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and not only that, but like he's a a veteran filmmaker. Like mm-hmm. he's been making films for decades. Tim Miller has, you know, he was a, a visual effects guy, and then he made Deadpool, and now this. Um, you know, he he's up and coming. Maybe just give him a break and let mm-hmm. him just figure it out on his own. Maybe he could make something that surprises you. But yeah. um, the other thing he said was he left Deadpool partially because, um, and I'm not surprised by this at all, but Ryan Reynolds, you know, kind of wanted to control Deadpool mm-hmm. and Tim Miller didn't feel like his voice was kind of going to be contributing to that. So he he left that um, series, um, which honestly makes a lot of sense. I've mm-hmm. always felt Deadpool was just Ryan Reynolds' passion oh, project. Oh, definitely. Um <laughs> And That's dr- why he goes all out. Yeah, he does. Uh, and the directors were more or less an afterthought. Um, I mean, I don't think... I think that's what was kind of lacking with the second one for me is like, um, you know, the the character is there, the performance is there. I just don't feel like there's much of a... What am I watching him do? You know, what am I here to see this movie? What, mm-hmm. what am I getting from this movie? You know? Um, even though I have a Deadpool poster looking right at me. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, I... I mean, if Tim Miller is going to talk bad about everybody who he works with, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know if he's going to be um, chosen for a lot of stuff going forward. Um, and I, I'm, I'm sure James Cameron has people that can silence him if he wants. Uh, but the other thing was we had... Uh, oh, that's next. Um, let me see. We had uh, one of the worst movies of the last decade. Yeah. Or, or, I, I, maybe not so. One of the worst superhero movies of the last decade. Um, is fantastic for the 2015 version, or as it's affectionately known, uh, Fantastic, because they had the four where the A was. In Do the not title. call it that, that please. So fantastic Fant-for- four. Fantastic <laughs> came out four years ago, and at the time, uh, director Josh Trank. I remember on opening day, this man tweeted. Um, what was it? A year ago, I was hired to make an amazing Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. You, it'll never see the light of day. That's the reality, though. He deleted that tweet maybe like an hour after tweeting it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think maybe that's why you haven't heard from Josh Trank in four years. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how you going, you know, take a studio's money. And, yeah, things don't work out on the project. But then you on opening weekend as the director of the movie are going to say, yeah, the movie that came out, shit. I didn't make that. Yeah. Like, there's the, there was what, a lot of time. What are you doing? What are you doing? You can't do that. I mean, yeah, you're upset and you want to stick it to the studio maybe. But you are doing something that is directly going to affect the box office, the business of the movie. Like, and you. And and you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, p- people, <laughs> if, if I'm the head of Universal Studios and I see you make that tweet, I ain't hiring you for shit. Because mm-hmm. if you say that... I'm going to think, all right, if he has a bad experience on, you know, I don't know, the 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 Alfred Hitchcock biopic that I hire him to do, then he's going to say, yeah, don't see that one either because that one sucked too and it wasn't my fault. Like, mm-hmm. it, it kind of came off as a little whiny to me, but... um, But I, I actually, I remember hearing that he was not easy to deal with. No, I heard that too. I don't know how too. true it is though, but, yeah. you know, but I read that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, is that mosquito? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to leave that in because I, I like <laughs> the, the idea of... It sounded like you fell and I was asking <laughs> if you're all right. But uh, yeah, you, you were saying he wasn't easy to work with. Yeah, that's that was a rumor. Back yeah, then. yeah. Um, but here, he, he wrote a review of the Fantastic Four movie on Letterboxd. Um, and he says, it was a great cast. Everyone in the film is a great actor. Overall, there is a movie in there somewhere. somewhere. Um, the cast deserves to be in that movie. Everyone who worked on Fantastic clearly wanted to be making that movie, but ultimately it wasn't. Um, did I make the movie that they deserve to be in? To be honest, I can't tell. What I can tell is that there are two different movies in one movie competing to be that movie. 
Is there a release? The trunk cut doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I am not Z- Zack Snyder. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Zack Snyder is a storied, iconic, legendary filmmaker who has been knocking it out of the fucking park since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Me then. then? I was 29 years old making my second film in a situation more complicated than anything a second-time filmmaker should have walked into. That said, I don't regret any of it. It's a part of me. And I just hope Peyton Reed makes the next Fantastic Four and crushes it and that I get a cameo. <laughs> um, anyway, that's it. Fantastic. P.S. My girlfriend said I should have reviewed more of the film unless I want myself. <laughs> my answer. Shrug. shrug. <laughs> uh, which, I, yeah, this is a very funny review. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting to see him come out and say this after everything has happened. I mean, you know, Fox has since been bought by Disney. We're going to get another Fantastic Four movie, maybe made by Peyton Reed. Did they confirm mm-hmm. him? Being, no. No, they didn't confirm it. But, um, you know, Peyton Reed, who directed the Ant-Man movies, which has... which very much has that kind of 60s fun comic sensibility about it. You know, I think he'd be great for Fantastic Four. And he does the weird kind of powers well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he could do the Mr. Fantastic stretching and the Invisible Woman comedy stuff really well in a way that isn't cringy like it was in the um, the Tim Story versions. Um, well, something I, I really liked was the release of Trank Cut. Um it's a little different, mm-hmm. you know, with the Snyder Cut, it was, as we said earlier, when we were talking about it, um, you know, that's a director change. Um, clearly in the marketing, there were different things that were not in the the final version. I mean, that happened with this movie as well. I remember there's actually a scene with, um, I think it was Ben Grimm and he was being deployed to, I don't know, Afghanistan or something. And you never really saw that scene mm-hmm. Um where, you know, the thing was being used as this military, um, you know, uh, weapon, essentially. Um, but I don't know. I, I hope I hope we get to see more from him because I remember when he did Chronicle, that's actually one of the best superhero movies of the last decade, um, in, in my opinion. Um, and I think he's a talented director. It's, it's a shame that this happened and it yeah, was... In, it was to the best of us. Well, you know what I would have liked to see him... Do what's that? The Robocop movie. He would have been a he would have been good with yeah, Robocop. Yeah, but you know it's not gonna happen. Instead, they gave it to the director of um a movie that I actually watched a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, what's it called again? It has um Lupita in it. Hmm. It's a zombie comedy movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I didn't know Lupita did a zombie movie. Yeah, it's it was it, it wasn't really out there like that. It's just like yeah. one of those little small movies, but right, it's a right, zombie. Right. Outbreak comedy movie. So the director of that is going to do the new Robocop. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I I like Robocop because I think it's just... Uh, it's one of those titles, right? It's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. That's a ridiculous title. Teenage <laughs> Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a stupid, stupid title that you get over when you're a kid and you don't really care about it. And, like, it's one of those <laughs> things that it should have been... You'd grow up and you'd think to yourself, I used to like something called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. but it still exists today and still make movies of it. And Robocop is one of those things where Robocop is dumb. That is a <laughs> dumb name. You know, I never thought of it like that. Of course he didn't, because it's just been yeah. part of the movie, you know, yeah. conversation. But <laughs> Robocop is literally, they said, we have a robot cop mm. what do we call him robocop it, it, it took two seconds like mm-hmm. and and then they just ran with it because you know whatever <laughs> um okay and last movie news before we go is uh <sighs> oh my god did you just look at the camera no i didn't look at the camera i was thinking about this new story because um the the best james bond or one of the best james bonds um, no longer is going to be in the James Bond franchise. Daniel Craig confirms he is out. Oh. He is gone. Uh, I guess when he broke his ankle, <laughs> I guess that was too much for <laughs> that him. That was it. That was it. He's just like, I'm done. Um, let me see. Stephen Colbert says, are you done with Bond? Daniel Craig says, yes. And he <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Colbert says, you're done with Bond? And he says, yes, it's done. Um, yeah, it's done. He's no um, longer going to be in Bond. Uh, the, the movie... To no Time to Die is his last Bond film. Yeah, I, I'm not even surprised because... Oh, God, he's been appear- wanting to be out yeah, for a long time. Yeah, and apparently there is a lot of trouble on yeah. the production of this one. Because, mm-hmm. like, you've been hearing stuff happening behind the scenes and stuff. So, yeah. it's not even surprising. I didn't even know that he would have done Spectre, but... Yeah, no, I mean, he... he 
I remember there was a very iconic interview where they asked him if he would come back and he said he'd rather break the glass on the table in front of him and slit his wrists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he came back for this one. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it was a lot of money, but... Um, I mean, it, I think he, Daniel Craig, in the last couple of years, he's been doing kind of weird, interesting things. Um, he was in, you know, Knives Out, which is just coming out, and he was in Logan Lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like... He he has been desperately wanting to break away from Bond and do something different. Yeah. Um, so good for him. And uh, get Idris Elba in there. Or um, Well, I hope he doesn't break away from Bond and do Sherlock Holmes or something like that. Who, Idris Elba? No. Um, what's his name? What's his name? Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> what oh, was oh, the oh, name? Um, um, sorry, Dr. Doodle. Little not Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Just don't break away and then and go do a Dr. Doodle and do, do Dr. Doodle. Okay, yeah. Mr. Craig. Well, you know what it would be? <laughs> he he would do... It would be like Robert Downey Jr. leaves Iron Man to go and do um, Dr. Doolittle. Daniel Craig would leave... Uh, James Bond to do a Mr. Bean live action movie. Oh, like Lord. A Mr. Or Bean. Or a Naughty Professor or something. <laughs> Jesus. Live action, gritty, dramatic Mr. Bean, Naughty Professor reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what Daniel Craig's next project is going to be. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I, I'm going to end this podcast and begin my depression. <laughs> oh, Lord. Cheer up. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's enough for today. We've had a good episode today. Actually, this podcast did cheer me up. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you want to continue to cheer me up, you can find me on Twitter at Damien Movies, that's D-A-M-I Movies, and on Instagram at Damien Michael Movies. You can find Shauna. At Shauna WTF. And you can find the podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere that podcast can be found. We are there, except Spotify. I think Spotify has like a region lock, so we can't yeah. really get up there. Um but we are everywhere else and um i'd like to say that we're on youtube but i can't not, not just yet. yet not just yet not yet um <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try for next week because i really had everything like people if you could see the studio right now we got the light set up we got the camera set up we everything. got we got everything ready we the uh, infinity gauntlet <laughs> everything <laughs> that's what i need i need to just snap my fingers and make mm-hmm. everything work um but that's it for this week we will see you next week all right bye-bye bye-bye everybody <laughs>